Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour Podcast, brought to you by Boss Project. This episode of the Strategy Hour Podcast is sponsored by Gusto. They're making payroll benefits and HR refreshingly easy for the modern small business. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, excellent benefits, and exceptional service to take care of your team. Gusto is offering a totally free three-month trial just for Strategy Hour listeners. Sign up today for this exclusive limited-time deal. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy and unlock three months free once you run your first payroll. Yep, that's three months free at gusto.com slash strategy. So we are going to hardcore nerd out today. (laughs) Heck yeah. You know we love us some personality tests. And Mm -hmm. I think we've mentioned before, like years ago, that Enneagram was one that we didn't really quite like understand or we didn't, hadn't really typed ourselves yet. But if you've been awake at all on Instagram the past couple of months, you've seen an account called Enneagram and Coffee blow up your feed. It's ran by our lovely friend, Sarah Jane. And she is an Enneagram total nerd. She knows everything about it. And today, we don't have her on yet, but today are two very, very cool things. A, it's the start of Enneagram and Coffee's first summit. It's happening this week. I think it started yesterday. And we are actually speaking at this summit. And it's happening in a couple days. It's on Friday, the 15th of February. So if you're listening to this, like, in the future, way into the future. It might have already passed, but we will drop some links in the show notes Like if there's a way for you to get access to that once it's not live. But you can still get tickets right now so you can unlock all of the videos from every single speaker. What's the link, Abby? Yeah, it's bit.ly slash bizpersonality, all lowercase, all one word. Yep. So go there, snag your ticket. That gets you, you know, access to everyone's sessions. But we're going to kind of do a pre-session today and just like talk about everything we know about Enneagram. <laughs> it's true. Okay. So first of all, I think people are going to want to know what type we are. I just have a feeling. I also have a comment to read you from Instagram. Did you see this interaction? I don't think I did. But I, I guess what I should say, if you haven't gotten your Enneagram type yet and you're wanting to, you know, take the test, figure out what you are. Basically, it's like a any other personality test that's out there. But what isn't it nine types.com? You can take a free test to figure it out. Yep. It's the number nine types.com. And then just hit like it's very kind of hard to read, but at the very like underneath the header it says test. And then if you kind of look over it says new test and just click that and you'll be able to do a free test. Yeah. So 
Definitely get your tests first, but my I website think, was built in like 1987. I think. <laughs> I think some of you might be surprised to know that Emily and I are the same type. Okay, here's where I'm going to throw a wrench in all of this whole conversation. I don't think we're the same type. Really? No. Okay, so here's here's my case. I want you to make your case the whole episode, but this is what this is actually going to turn into. I know that you took the Enneagram test before me. You took it back in April. You took it 40 weeks ago. How do I know this? Because I creeped on old posts to see how long ago you took it. Okay. You took it. You took it on your own. We hadn't even chatted about it, right? I didn't take the Enneagram test until very recently. Okay. So you took it. It told you you were a three wing two. All right. Which may not be surprising to some people because if you know Enneagram at all, the three is like the most category of every small business owner you've ever known in your whole life, right? CEO, entrepreneurs, those type of people, high achievers, competitive, all of that, which obviously you have. We've talked about that before, all right? And that you were wing two is not surprising to me. That's the helper tendency of all of the types, right? But when I saw those results from you, something inside of me was like, I really don't think that that's right. And I even text you and I said, are you actually a three? Or did I just make up that you're a three and you're just agreeing with me? And you're like, no, no, I took it and I'm a three. So I did some digging and I couldn't really place you. I didn't really understand where you should go because I'm not that good at typing other people. So someone on my Instagram, I posted a couple of weeks ago, or actually a couple days ago now, that we were going to be speaking at this summit, that I'm a three-wing four, and everyone's like, oh, you're obviously a three-wing four. Here's why, et cetera, et cetera. And then someone commented and said, I very strongly think that Abigail is not a three. They said, but hey, I don't know her personally. There are a few types that take on the energy of a more dominant personality and thus can mistype pretty easily. That could totally not be the case here, but I just had to stick my nose in. So I had to dig deeper and be like, I agree with you. I don't think Abby's a three, but what would you type her as? So do you want to hear? Yeah, what'd she say? Okay, because she gave reasoning too, and it is very sound reasoning. And then let me say my reasoning and then let me tell you which one out of the two that she thinks that you are that I actually think you are and let me tell you why. Okay? Okay. All right. All this right. is going to be the episode where I'm just talking the whole time. All right. So I responded and said, that's so funny you say that. I don't think she's a three either. She took the test back in April and came out as a three wing two. What type would you cast her as? All right. So she said, my guess would be a six or a nine. I lean a little towards six for her because need for security is a major motivator for sixes. I totally see that in her. A great quality to have with an entrepreneur because it makes you diligent, which you are. We've talked about your fear mentality around like security and safety nets and stuff. Sixes totally love number analysis too because then they can weigh exactly how much of a risk they're taking, which you absolutely do. Loyal and devoted friends too. I see a lot of energy, of six energy in her. Okay, here's the funny thing about this. She thinks you're a six or a nine. Guess who are both are sixes and nines in my life? Your moms? Your, or your, oh, I don't know. Who? Okay, Brian is a six. My dad is a nine. Oh, so you're attracted to those people. Okay. Okay, so... 
What's so funny? Okay, Abby knows both of these people really well. I'm definitely way more like your dad. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) I think you are a nine, a hundred percent. Okay, so I made dad take the (laughs) test yesterday. And in our three-hour meeting, we discussed Enneagram stuff, right? Okay, okay. Dad and I are going into business together. That's a whole nother conversation. But for me to fully untap like how to best work with someone and where what are your skills, I, I like knowing like what your personality type is, what your Enneagram is, blah, blah, blah. So I said, go take this test really quickly. I'm not really sure what you are. Let me know. He came out a nine. And I what I think is so funny about both of these things, I think that maybe you you test under stress as a six because like I think that scarcity mentality only comes out when you're stressed or yeah. you're worried. Okay. Yeah. But I think you're a true nine in your like state of ease. And what I think is very just funny, ironic or whatever about all of that for me is that obviously I'm attracted to both of those type of people, my partner I'm married to. Right. And I understand his analytical tendencies, his number tendencies, his logical tendencies. And you have very, very similar ones as he does. But my dad, I've always, always connected to my dad on a very like, let's do projects together. Let's brainstorm together. Let's imagine big picture ideas together. We have coffee dates where we just like talk about life goals and different stuff that we want to do. And you and I do that really well together. Yeah. So I think that I think you're a nine because of the type of relationship I have with my dad. I have a very similar version of that with you. So tell me more about what nines are like. Okay. Okay. So I, I pulled this up from my dad last night. I think you and my dad have a lot of the same tendencies in the sense that I think a lot of uh, an underlying factor about nines is that you will self-sacrifice your own needs in order to please others and to be successful. So like your old habits of like staying up until two in the morning or skipping lunch or whatever. My dad is the very, very same way. Mm -hmm. Not really an introvert, but kind of. So like we've talked about like, are we borderline extroverted introverts or not? Netflix and chill, cozy AF, naps, asking themselves, is that selfish of me? Mm. That's you. That sounds too stressful. Loves being home. Yeah, I can do that. Quietly stubborn. I don't want to offend anyone. Oh, I'm getting so many eyeballs. Just tell me step by step how to do it. Secretly meeting people's needs and never getting credit. All the time. Uh huh. <laughs> this one, this is you. This is the definition of you. Tells an incredible joke, no one hears. <laughs> <laughs> So there's like all there's type nine mash that I could go on. I think I could circle the things that you would pick self-care tips for nines, like taking yourself on a date and see what you want to do when no one else is impacted. Ask everyone to leave your house, leave the TV, turn off your phone and see what you come up with. Find a way of moving your body that feels really good to you and try a 30 day challenge to make it into a habit. (laughs) Is that not you? Do a closet purge. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So I also want to read you this. So here are some of the type nine jobs to try and not to try. Uh, So try this. Stylist, yoga teacher, photographer, therapist, guidance counselor, anywhere that allows you to hear different perspectives and present a solution that pleases everyone. I feel like as an integrator in this business, you do that really well. The type nine is the peacemaker. 
Yeah. All right. So I could go on and on, but I think that as a similar quality that nines possess, that threes possess, is that they want to give an air of kind of like having it together. And like, this is what, this is the type of person I want to be. And so it's, I think it's really easy to mistype when you have that like in you. No, for sure. I can see that. And I feel like to let this whole thing rest, I can't leave the episode without without actually knowing. So I'm retaking the test as we speak. I think what we're <laughs> going to do is I'm going to mute Emily and take the test. And she's just going to talk to you about Enneagram. I'm just going to chit chat. Yep. And I'll, I'll come back when I'm ready. It should just be a couple minutes. So, all right, Emily, take it away. I'm taking it away. Okay, so I'll make one more point for you guys listening, and then I'll say it again for Abby. But if you are, so whatever you type as, you also can figure out your wings. And so if you're a nine, your wings surround that number. So that would be eight or one, all right? And so for Abby, she could sometimes swing being a type eight as her wing, which is a leader. And their description is, I must be strong which is 100% Abby, right? Or she could swing to type as the reformer and their description is, I do everything the right way. Now, I think what's really interesting about this is that I think she would swing normally as a leader, so being type nine, wing eight, but would swing as a one under stress. Now, what's funny is when I take the test under stress, I test higher as a one. But that for me is my overthinking overanalyzing anxiety induced uh, state is that's coming out that perfectionist state, the, you know, I have to wait until everything is right kind of state. And if I'm under high stress or I'm feeling not very secure in my day to day, I will type as a one. All right. So I also had my mom take the Enneagram and I pretty much knew what she was going to be because I think she's pretty easy to type when you know her. I've kind of mentioned this before a little bit, but my mom is very like holistic and spiritual and like into oils and crystals and that kind of person, very natural type of person. And so I thought 100% she would be type four, which is the romantic, the unique artsy type. And she very much is a four. So what's funny about her and I, I type as a three. That's my strongest dominant type. My wing is a four, the artist type. My mom is a four with a wing three. So her and I had a conversation about what does that mean in the sense of like the results that we've gotten in business and in our art and in our creativity And I think that it kind of helped her clarify, you know, why maybe her business hasn't grown to the place that she dreams it to be, right? Why maybe it's taken her longer to see certain results when I have done it in a quicker way or in a different way. Neither way is wrong. But if we have both such similar types why is she still at a full-time job with a side hustle that she's still trying to make a big business when I've been doing a business for a while, right? So what I think is interesting about that type, when your three is as your wing and you are either a two or a four as your main type, 
I think it's a lot harder for you to tap into the structure of the CEO mentality of type three, that motivator that I need to succeed, right? Those type of people, twos and fours, I think come at success in a much different way than threes do in the sense of that they want to feel at peace and happy with the things that they're doing every single day instead of prioritizing success and achieving. They want to help other people and be in tune with making an impact above seeing achievements checked off, right? And so I think it's super interesting to see any entrepreneur out there that either has a three as their wing or doesn't type as a three at all, which I think would be Abby, because I'm wondering what about that type or their wings are they like, relying on in order to find the success that they have. I think another layer of this conversation that we're going to definitely dive more into on Friday with Enneagram and Coffee during the summit is the fact that Abby and I are business partners. And if Abby truly isn't a three, which I don't think she is, how are we able to pull on the downfalls of both of our types And I put that in like air quotes, right? And help each other still see success. Because there are a thousand things about my personality, and I share this with my dad, that prevent me from seeing success. For instance, I like to have a lot of projects going on at one time. My follow through isn't as good as other people's. I like seeing that bigger picture and and dreaming of what could be but don't really lay a good solid foundation in order to get there, right? I get bored really easily. That's why I like having my hand in a lot of things. But I think Abby's types and qualities that she's bringing from her actual other types, being a leader, being a peacemaker, helps kind of give me focus. Are you back? Guess who's back? Hi. Okay, you took it again. What did you get? (sighs) I'm nervous. A nine. You're kidding. Mm -mm. Okay. Are you an eight or a one wing? I'm trying to figure that out. The like page is a little odd. I have a guess. Well, wait. Uh, Now I'm confused. The not. No. Hold on. Hold on. I don't think so. I think I might have. I can't understand my results. I'm going to show you my results. Share, Share your screen with me. Let's see right. what we've got here. I, I, there's nine personality types, which confused me. Oh, so. yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that's what it says. I think I scored. Okay. So you scored highest as a type two, which I'm not surprised. And then your next highest was a eight. Okay. Okay. So here's what my initial guess was. I guessed you as a nine with eight being your wing. So the eight is the leader. I must be strong, aggressive. So I, what I, my hypothesis is, and I want to break this down with Sarah, Sarah Jane a little bit more because she is like, I'm going to just ask her on DM. My hypothesis is, is that you have, obviously you have a lot of tendencies of a three. You did type significantly low as a three on these results right here. One of those types, like I mentioned before, is the like, this is how I want to present to other people. 
So I think when you have, because I very much have that, I, I know exactly what that feels like. So I think when you have that, you often mistype because you're answering questions in the way that you think will give you the answer that you want or that you're supposed to have. So it's really hard to do like an unbiased version of this test, especially if you're doing it more than once. But what I think is, as a nine, being that innate, like peacemaker, I want people to be happy, is like your your innate type. You are a wing as an eight, which is that leader tendency. So that brings in some of those type three CEO boss, I need to succeed tendencies, which has helped you be your own boss for so long. Then I think that you type as a potential one under stress, which is the same thing that I do. So one, I think for people like you and me, this isn't for everyone. So if you type majorly as a one, these are the stereotypes of one, but I think it's what we possess when we type as ones. It's that like perfectionist mentality, that overthinking, the worry, the like, this has to be right or it won't work. But I think that only comes in under stress for you. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are all about small business owners getting paid. And we know that some of you listening still get stressed out when it comes time to crunch the numbers, run the reports, and treat yourself. Want to know why you should make the switch to Gusto? With one login, you can manage payroll, employees, benefits, and HR in one place. Plus, all your employee info and deductions stay synced and up to date, which helps eliminate many of the common errors you're bound to make. Gusto also saves you time. 72% of customers spend less than five minutes on running payroll. Gusto automatically, yes, I said automatically, 
files and pays your payroll taxes, compiles and sends your W-2s and 1099s and submits new hire forms. Set it and forget it. Plus, they got big time benefits for small businesses. Gusto offers tailor-made options for your business, such as health insurance, 401k plans, and more. Don't believe it? Just Google them. People love Gusto. How often do you actually love your payroll provider? Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash strategy. Here's the deal. Most small businesses don't have an HR expert, but you don't need one to use Gusto. With great software and great service, you can focus on your business, not payroll or paperwork. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service for your team. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive, a limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. All you got to do is go to gusto.com slash strategy. I don't know. I literally, this is not the original test I took. I, I figured that out really quickly when I was taking it. I don't get it. I'm not saying I don't <laughs> understand. I'm not saying I don't understand the concept. Sure. I just don't understand the results. And here's what I think. I think part of it is that I tend to change a lot under different circumstances. I think like yes. she said, I have, I sway when I'm stressed for sure to, I feel like I'm literally a different person when I'm stressed. Yeah. But I'm also pretty malleable in that different parts of my life. I have been, I have tried to serve different purposes and thus I think I've taken on different characteristics. AKA the accommodating type of type nine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think when I originally took it the very first time, I wasn't surprised by my results then because the helper is 100% what I like cling to from childhood. Mm -hmm. So with that all being said, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think I'm going to have to take a different version of the same test that gives me better. Because literally, I can't even explain to you the scorecard. I literally don't understand it. I think it's funny too. So I'm reading a little bit more on nines. I wanted to find the stereotypes, but I came across this also. Type nine mistypes. My favorite nine statement is, a nine often thinks they're every other number except for a nine. <laughs> Okay, here are stereotypes. That they're timid and meek. I would say that instead, most nines come from the place of listening more than speaking. And therefore, they have strong opinions that are often very decisive and wise. And when they choose to speak, it's on purpose rather than not speaking out of fear. I don't know, dude. I mean, I definitely agree with you that I'm like your dad. So like, there's something to be said with that. Yeah. Also, type nine love matches is a three. So that's obviously why we're together. <laughs> uh, well, the interesting thing, and I would love to see if you were to do a side by side. I am sure someone has bothered to put basically like if you're a Myers-Briggs this, the likelihood of you being Enneagram that. 
Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm looking at just like, yeah, I'm looking at various things. You didn't watch, you don't watch The Office, do you? Not really. Do you know the character as well? Not uh, really. Pam, for those of you listening, Pam Beasley from The Office is a nine. And I think that there are a lot of tendencies of Pam. That's why I think you're a nine wing eight. Because, for example, Pam in The Office, I think this tendencies that Abby shares for that, if in fact Pam is a nine, is the accommodating, caring about the experiencing for others aspect of her like day-to-day decision-making. However, where Pam like failed art school and then didn't do sales very well and then didn't do office administration very well, that part Abby wouldn't do because I think the leader part of I must succeed and like do well would shine through. Well, I just found a little breakdown of... You are not a four. No, I know. But I think the interesting thing is this is a Enneagram versus Myers-Briggs thing. And I, I am 100% an INFJ. And yeah, that, yeah. that is, yeah. I have no doubts in the world that yeah. that's what I am. But what I find interesting is that when they're typed Enneagram, they literally can be any of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if that's the case... And they literally could be any of them. Now, granted, sevens and eights tend to be the least common, it looks like. And fours tend to be the most common. But still, the spread is across the board, which is probably why I feel so conflicted. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm still sticking to maybe I'm a three, but you can you can disagree with me. I, I, every single person I talk to, I talk about you behind your back all the time, (laughs) thinks that you are not a three. I'm not kidding. When I made that post, I got more than one DM and comment and they were like, I see the INFJ, but I don't think Abby's a three. People who barely know you via the internet. (laughs) So here's, here's my ask of you guys. For those of you who are listening and are like screaming, wishing you could be a part of this conversation, because I know I do that on some podcasts. If you know Abby's type, if you know it in your bones and it is not a three, please DM us. If you agree with my nine wing eight assessment, let me know. If you don't, let me know. I'm like 90% convinced that she's a nine wing eight. I feel like maybe Sarah Jane would be down for this. What if there was like a live analysis on? I, that's what we need. I know. I know. We, we can do, can't we go on Instagram live with more than one account? Yeah. Yeah. We need to ask her to do that. So the other type that the person on my my Instagram commented said that you might be a six. I don't think you're a six because that is the skeptic type. Yeah. Mm-mm. Security oriented, yes. But you don't do – you're not security oriented because you're skeptic of stuff working. Mm-mm. That's not no, it. No, definitely not. I'm way more likely but that to – that is my husband to a team. I'm way more likely to be a peacemaker than a skeptic. Yes. Yes. But I also resonate with motivator and helper. Helper probably more than motivator. But I like the idea of being a motivator, which is maybe why I tested that way. I think so. Yeah. That was my breakdown analysis of who I think you really are as a person. Well, I missed <laughs> most of it because I was taking the test. So I'll have to go back and listen to what she said about me behind yeah. my back, okay, but guys. guys. 
for real, DM us over on Instagram at Think Creative Collective. Let us know if you think Abby is a different type. If you do think she's a three, give us your arguments. I'm putting it down as a statement. My statement of 2019, you are not a three. (laughs) Wow. This is like very Maury of me. You are not the father. (laughs) You are not a three. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll just have to see. But I I think... Based on what this conversation had been, I have a feeling you guys are not going to want to miss the Enneagram Summit. And you are going to want to grab your ticket because it's it's going on right now. It's the 11th through the 15th of February. And you can grab your ticket right now. It's super cheap. It's like 27 bucks at bit.ly slash biz personalities. Is it personality or personalities? No. One personality. You only have one, but I'm I have multiple personalities, hence the problem <laughs> of not knowing my type. It's bit.ly slash bizpersonality. Grab your ticket. We are presenting, I believe, on that Friday. Friday. But I have a feeling by the end of this conference slash online summit, the world will truly know what type is Abigail. Yep. Yep. I know you guys are all hanging on to your seats. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.